Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. This is Pastor Julie Lewis from Asbury United Methodist Church in Smyrna, Delaware, where we share the love of God and the good news of Jesus Christ in all we do. Asbury friends, this is Jennifer Burns. I am back for another installment of our interviews from Asbury series. This has been an ongoing project over the last couple months to talk to different people from the Asbury United Methodist Church community and the greater Smyrna Clayton area about how we are living out our faith as modern day Christians and how we've gotten through to where we are now with our faith as part of our guidance. So today with me, I have Pat Musto. She is a longtime Smyrna Clayton community member, former business owner. And until I came to Asbury, I did not know that churches had heckling sections, but (laughs) Pat Musto is the queen of the heckler section at the nine o'clock service. So um, first off, Pat, thank you for doing this with me today. You're welcome. It's good to be here. As we've gone through this, I've kind of started with the church council and kind of been working my way through through that list. And I've said it before, there's some people that I know when I ask, are you interested in doing a podcast, that they're going to be game on. And there's other people that I've had to do a little bit of convincing. And I think you were one of the ones that when I asked that I didn't think I was going to have to do too much convincing for. Oh. So. <laughs> I'm in. So I gave a really brief introduction, but um, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you came to be at Asbury? Well, I've lived in Smyrna all my life. Um, I was born here. I am on the cradle roll. I've attended a couple other churches just to visit, but um, this is my home church. I started, I went to Sunday school. Uh, I was baptized here, went to Sunday school, NYF, choir, and then I kind of got away from it for a while, and then I came back to it because I was more interested in the workings of the church, and that's why I wanted to get on the trustees and the church council because people don't realize all the work that goes into it. You know, we just go Sunday and sit there and it's fine and we go home and feel good, but there's a lot of things behind the scenes and I'm much more appreciative of what goes on there now. Yeah. And you've been part of the steering committee talking about reopening the church here in the next weeks. And so I think right now with church being online and all the different ministries kind of, um, having shifted gears because of quarantine, I think you can probably see even more how much planning and strategy has gone into. Yes. A lot of brainstorming, a lot of um, good people putting ideas together to, to keep it going, but to be safe because a lot of our parishioners are older, not me, of course, but a lot of them are, and, and we want everybody to be safe, but we still know that they love God and they need to come to church, and if they can't come, they need to hear his message. Yeah, yeah. So outside of the church council and the trustees um, committee, what other ministries and projects have you been involved in? Well, in summertime, I, I took Safe Sanctuary, and I help with a Sunday school occasionally. Um, I'm good for a couple weeks you know, during the summer, 
to give the uh, Sunday school teachers a break. And I've gone to some small classes and uh, things like that. Um, we've had a couple things. I've gone to houses and attended the classes. And it's just, it's very enlightening how many people have such great ideas and we get together and we get a lot from these things. Yeah. So you and I were talking um, offline before we started recording about, you know, getting back to church in the next couple weeks. And this last week, we just had kind of a dry run, if you will, um, practicing, getting people in the building and social distancing and stuff like that. And um, for most of the people that attended, that was your first uh, back to church since before quarantine happened. So um, can you talk a little bit about what that was like for you getting back into the church building and what you enjoyed? Well, it was, it was great. Um, I was really looking forward to it and I was very impressed because they set up as many um, possible um, situations where things will be sanitary with the hand sanitizer and the distancing and the masks and uh, when they brought us in, they said us the youth were there and they were very good. I think it's great. We have a, a youth like we do that help because that's important. That's a, you know, the basis of our church. And um, it was nice to get in there. We were able to sing. Um, we kept our masks on, but she said to sing softly, which is hard for me to do anything softly, but anyhow, we did. <laughs> and the praise band was there and it just felt so good to be home. Even though it, it was kind of a, a learning experience for everybody, I thought it went very well. Yeah. What do you enjoy the most about church? Oh, I like the fellowship, and it feels like home. It really does. And it's not the preacher. It's not the building. It's you know, it's the church itself. And we've had some wonderful preachers come and go. I know we don't keep them, you know, for an extended period of time, but it's, I think it's always nice because it brings something different. Each one of them has their own strengths and I like learning them, you know, about them and, and what they add to the whole ambiance of the church. And that's just, you know, the way I th feel about it. Um, okay. I think that, after we get out of this, we'll have more compassion and maybe we'll have more acceptance of people because people need to be there. And when we had 911, you know, everybody went to church, even people didn't go to church, but you could hug each other, you could touch each other, you could console each other. And this has been so separating that just getting in the building and seeing other people and, you know, we, she told us to do the hand sign for I love you or hug yourself to show. And it just makes you feel better about everything. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Is there a verse of scripture that you've been meditating on lately or a favorite verse that you have? No, not really. Um, not really. I, every morning when I get up, I thank God I'm alive. And every night before I go to bed, I thank him for everything I have. And I don't try to take things for granted. I'm very lucky. I have a roof over my head and food in my tummy. And But I just, when my daughter was little, um, she was like a little tomboy and I had this picture I bought for her room and it was a little girl standing there and her hair's all messy and she's got dirt on her cheeks and she's got band-aids on her knees because she's been skinned her knees and she's got, you know, a bruise here or there and she's smiling, it's crazy smiling and underneath it says, God doesn't make junk. And that's just how I feel. You know, he just made us all and, and he loves us all. So I just think about that a lot. Yeah. 
Um, I think you kind of covered this earlier, talking about um, getting back to church and people being more compassionate and understanding. But um, yes. I've been asking, so outside of church, I guess, what do you hope to see different in the world? Um, I think that the compassion, of course, but I don't know if there's something. Well, I, the acceptance is important to me because there's still a lot of um, division among different things, ages, races, sexes, you know, uh, religions. And we've got to kind of pull together and realize that we're all one people. We all need to love each other. And even if you don't know somebody, if you get to know them a little bit or understand their situation, you don't have to live like they do, but you just kind of understand them. And I think we'd all get along a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And, um, I don't want to go too off into the weeds here, but you know, in the middle of this pandemic, we've also had some pretty significant protests happening and yes. in Dover and the Smyrna area too. Um, and it's important what they're out there for. And we do need oh, it to is. But seeing it that is, but in the middle of a pandemic has been concerning too, because you want everybody to be safe while safe. they're yeah so but they have to just realize we can agree to disagree just because we feel differently doesn't mean we have to hurt each other or you know or riot or you know steal rob all that kind of stuff you can just i have no problem with people demonstrating and telling how they feel that's just the way it should be peaceful demonstrations mm-hmm so one of my favorite questions to ask people, and a lot of these questions I've asked different people as we've done, I think this is the 13th or 14th interview that we've done at this point, but um, I've been asking a lot of the same questions because I like hearing how different people answer the same question. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the questions I've been asking has been, if you were talking to someone who had never heard of Jesus Christ before, and you could only tell them one thing, what would you say and why? I'd say that Jesus is love. He loves you. He loves all of us. No matter what you do or what you say, he still loves you. You can make mistakes and that's okay. And he's accepting and you can't do anything to make him not love you. And you can be sorry. You can make penance. You can, you know, but it's just important to know no matter what he loves you as you are. Yeah. Yeah. That question, um, I think what I like about it is that there's no wrong answer to it. There's right. the, the, the truth of, of, you know, what we believe as Christians is simple, but there's also a lot of different ways to start that conversation and things to tell about God and Jesus and um, like I said, it's just interesting to see the different angles that people mm -hmm. come at it from. So, um, and then, like I said, you know, there's no wrong answer. So no. um, it's, it's been a really interesting project. So, um, well, Pat, I am looking forward to getting back into church here. It's been yes. kind of a skeleton crew for the last almost four months at this point of doing the online worship and the online worship is still going to be available for people who aren't quite ready to join us back in the building yet. But I am That's excited good. to have other people in the building that are not working during service. 
And I'm sure Pastor Julie is excited about having a congregation that's actually paying attention to preach. Yes. So yes. Preaching to a gallery of uh, Facebook profile pictures for the last. Oh, I, th- I thought that was a good idea, though. I thought Doug did a good job. Yeah. At least yeah. they had somebody sit, and they put me in the right, they put me in the heckling section. So that was good. <laughs> <laughs> they tried as much as possible to keep people yes. in their assigned seats. So. Yes. Um, yeah, but I look forward to seeing you um, this weekend. For those of you listening, Asbury is getting back to worshiping in our building um, this coming Sunday, which is going to be July 5th. Our service times are being changed from 9 o'clock, which is going to be a contemporary format, and 11 o'clock, which is a more traditional style If you are joining us in person, we ask that you plan on arriving about 15 minutes early so that you can be ushered into the building and um, seated in time for worship to start. But um, if you are looking for a church home in the central Delaware area, we would love to have you join us. We also are still, as I said earlier, going to keep our online worship up and running that is going to be live on Facebook at um, Asbury UMC Smyrna. There will be a link in the show notes down below. And then um, the video will also be posted to YouTube later in the day. So if you are not ready to join us in person, you can definitely join us online. And I will be back next week with another interview from Asbury. And in the meantime, be well, friends.